0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real
1: talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. Our guest today is a two-time Emmy winner, a veteran stand-up comedian known for her raw edgy wit, sharp timing, and infamous crowd work. TV, film, stage, storytelling, radio, and podcasting, writing, and thanks! To the music degree in piano from Rutgers University, her talents were critically acclaimed in the off-Broadway solo show, The Judy Show, My Life as a Sitcom, and 25 Questions for a Jewish Mother. You can find her on most episodes of True TV's World's Dumbest, as well as HBO, Comedy Central, Colbert, The View, The Nightly Show, Today with Kathy Lee and Hoda, the Wendy Williams show. Those are just to name a few. And a lot of the cooking networks, which I don't understand. I'm going to have to ask her about What? That. Yeah, cooking shows. She was on, like, um, the Food Network's Chopped All-Stars.
2: Yeah, well, Judy just makes any show she's on makes better. She makes it better. I,
1: but the next great baker? Why not? I know. I. It's funny, though. Featured on episodes of NBC's 30 Rock. Oh, gosh. I wish I'd seen that. And Morning Joe's, ABC's Melissa and Joey, and Celebrity Wife Swap. Did you know she was on I that? I saw it. You did? Yeah. Oh my gosh, she was the first same-sex couple on Wife Swap, two broke girls, which I've never seen that show, but my mom likes it. The Doctors and Showtime's The Big C and Ugly Betty. She was also on Law and Order. Did you know that?
2: She was on other stuff too. That I've she seen. she gets around, same. dude. I so mean, there's a she show about totally a, does. There's a show about stand-up comedy in the '70s on Showtime called I'm Dying Up Here. They started a second season. She was on it. I think for uh, an ep- at least it was at least one episode.
1: She's really awesome. Yeah. She gets around, and she's here's the best one yet. Hollywood Squares. Oh. <laughs> I know. She's perfect for that. Who doesn't want to be on Hollywood Squares? She's perfect for that. Anyway, her podcast, Kill Me Now, focuses on everything that annoys her, which is everything, and her guests, which is absolutely hysterical. It's with great pleasure that we welcome, well, Seth's friend, actually. He brought her in. Good call, Seth. Mm. Nice guest. Giving you some kudos there. Love the Judy. Yep. Here we come with the Judy Gold. Well, today I have a great guest here. We have Judy Gold, which I just did her introduction. And Judy, you're not bitter today, are you? Wait, Sad you said bitter. Judy
3: Gold. And it's usually <laughs> Judy Gold. No, I like oh, the Judy oh. Gold. Um, I had a knee replacement. You did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, you did. Did I? I forgot. Uh, you're an asshole. He's so bitter. Uh, yeah, I had my knee replaced six years ago, and now I have to get the other one done. Oh. They wanted to do them both at the same time, and I was like, no. Because you have to pee in a, you know.
2: My mom did it at the same time. And? She, she, she didn't, because they, they say do it both, because once you do one, you probably won't you do the want to You never want it.
3: One. I know. So yeah. I've avoided the other one. So now, it's in such bad shape, and then the 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 new one is really bothering me, too, because, because it you're... takes all, all the, Weight you know. and pressure. Yeah. That sucks.
1: How'd you do with the first one? Shit.
3: I had to have a – I had to have a – what do they call it? When they go back in and they put you under and they take the knee and they push it back and forth and back and forth. I forgot what it's called. Um, What? I never heard of that. Yeah, I did the view and then I went back and then I went right to the hospital – to have this thing done where they put you on. It's so painful that you have to go under anesthesia. And the one, one of the nurses was like, oh, my God, your makeup looks so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, thanks. She's like, I used to be a makeup artist. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, um,
1: so you got to get this next one done when?
3: Yesterday. Oh, God. It's been really bad. It's hard to drive. Oh. It's like, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, I understand you more. I'm in. Chron- I have chronic pain. That sucks.
1: Mom's going to be excited to listen to this because Mom says, "I'm not a puss. I'm not a puss. I'm not being a wimp. It really hurts. It really hurts." I'm oh my like, god! I'm it's sure. one
3: of the most painful. Th- like the nurse, the nurse for the doctor said, "If anyone knew exactly what went on and how it felt, we'll no one it. would get
1: any replacement." And she has that. She has that nerve ner- neuropathy. Oh yeah, neuropathy bad. Really bad. Where yeah. it burns constantly. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm not, I'm not. It's being, hell. It is. She said that. And
3: you have to like get up and walk around, and it's like hurts so fucking much.
1: She's 81 too. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's I mean, not that old. Well, no, not really. I mean, it's but, up there, but it's not that. For knee. So what's going on with the kids? You have two oh, kids. Oh, annoying. stop. We have kids. No,
3: Henry's home from school. Um, he was, should have graduated, but now he has an extra semester because he joined a frat. Uh, And that was more important. So he, I got him a job at a comedy club because, God forbid, he goes out and, you know.
2: That's who you know. So he's
3: working at a comedy club. He has an internship at Dr. Oz. Nice. Yeah.
2: You really hooked him up. I know.
3: I'm a good hooker-upper. And then Ben is uh, supposed to go to boarding school next year to play basketball for two years before he goes to college.
1: Wow. I know.
3: That I'm not going to be able to handle well. Wow. Uh, Wow. How far away? Three and a half hours. Oh, I can't. I don't even know. if I can't. So I might have to go move up there. Yeah. yeah. At
2: least at least move halfway or something.
3: Yeah, because that's good. And I'll go out and do sets in the middle of the night and drive <laughs> home
1: three hours. Yeah. Right. So they wanted to go to to pre to get experience. Well,
3: he could have gone. You know, we never thought of going to boarding school. You well, know, dude, he, how tall is he? Six seven. Whoa. But he's really dedicated. I mean, he's at the gym every single day for like three or four hours, but. Uh, this is a school that feeds to Division One, they're, and and they're a good academic school as well. So he's got to go. Two I years. know. He. I don't think he's too excited. I, I was, mean, I thought he was excited, and then he's now as it gets closer, I think he's like, I don't want to leave my friends.
1: Uh, uh, we did the NFL route. My son went to the com- combines and everything with the really? NFL. Really, got up to um, all the way up to New York State, uh, Buffalo, and um, got cut from like didn't make it through the practice squad, and he's six 6'6". So we did that whole flying him all it's over the all, country. It's all, I know, it's ridiculous. All the people looking it's at It's like him. a
3: second, it's like a, you know. It, it is. is. And AAU basketball is, it's all, it's not about teamwork. It's about each person on their, you know, they don't care. They do not care about, like, winning a game. It's all about who's going to see them, and it's, it's. So, so antithetical the way he th- you know
2: Ben thinks. Actually, I was just listening to a podcast talk about that pros saying how uh, players are more worried about their brand now and also worried about yeah. their statistics. Right. and it's instead of worried about the team, right. team.
1: Well, We were a jock, right? No. I you
3: tried right? out for Oh my god, I tried out for basketball in 7th grade <laughs> and the fucking coach said I was too tall for the team and it wouldn't be fair to the other players. Oh my <laughs> god,
1: I'm sick right now. Yeah. So oh
3: then god. I was in the band and then recently Uh, There's one one coach slash teacher who, like, kept in touch with me on Facebook. And uh, he's... I don't know. He posted some picture. I said, oh, there's Wayne Carrick, the one who told me I was too tall. And he wrote wrote back, oh, he regrets it. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck.
1: First of all, doesn't it it. kill you that all the people that were shitty to you in school now want to Facebook you? Right. And it's also like... And these people, you know, they don't
3: realize how powerful the shit they say to people is. You know, like, I was on a panel for a bunch of comics, you know, women comics, and there was a guy who was a booker and had was known to not book women. And, you know, and I'm on this panel and I'm just calling him out on everything. But it's like some of the women who were in the audience who were comics were, you know, raising their hands and saying, you said this to me, that I'm never going to be funny. I'm never... Like, you don't realize how powerful that is when someone's, like, vulnerable and just starting out to
1: do something that someone can just nix it, you know? Right, right, right. It's
3: fucking crap.
1: And this is the year of the woman, the years of the women now. So give some advice. Like, tell these chicks what
2: to do when they right. run up against right It's like you crap. can fucking do anything. Right, right, right. You Most know, I act- female and male comedians. It's stupid. Either you're funny right, or you're not. Right, right. I know, but place, that's, that's the way the world is. It yes.
1: is. You know, I had a girlfriend. This is the honest to God truth. So I'm divorced twice. I've been blessed twice to be divorced twice. Right. This is what my girlfriend said to me. Because I can change the carburetor on my mower. Right. I can paint a house. Right. i built a deck by myself. Wow. Very handy, okay? She said to me, you know why? You're divorced. Oh, nice. Uh, you know why? Uh, she goes, um... Honestly, you don't make them feel like men. Like, you can do oh, everything yourself. Oh, shut the fuck up. She voted right? for Trump, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she did. She Maybe? probably did.
3: Who the fuck thinks like that? Right? Why is it all about his, their their ma- masculinity and manliness? Go fuck yourself. I, I had a I dad love, that
1: taught me stuff. What can I
3: say? I would, I would
2: love that. You know, I can't wait for my daughter to teach my daughter how to kick some ass. I know. Uh,
1: yeah. Women can do anything they want to do. I don't. I just can't even stand it. And if you don't, if you're not smart enough to look on YouTube and figure out how to do what you want to right. do, you have a real issue, dude. But it's also this like role playing. Right. Like I'm
3: so I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, as a lesbo, you know, I feel I, I is that
1: politically correct?
3: Oh, I don't fucking care. No, I'm, I'm just saying for me. The,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you can
3: say it. I'm here. Um, but you know, like I look at my sons who are both really straight. But I and I asked my older son, Henry's girlfriend, if, if there's anything different about him uh, and because he's such they're such guys. It's like, you know, but she said he really knows how to talk to a woman. I've realized that both of my sons, they're straight and their best friends are women and they they have women, female friends. And they never think a woman can't do something because right. they grew up with, you know, women doing shit. Right, right, right. alright bitches. I'm going to cough. <laughs> Co- cover cover. <laughs> I, this fucking! I don't know if it's allergy, it's What allergies. the fuck is I've it? Got it? It's allergy. Yeah, but I'm coughing up. Do you, I think I have lung cancer?
1: Oh God, no! Don't <laughs> have Shut it in up. here. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, you know what? You're right because I'm tired of everybody going. Oh, you're going to do that? Why don't you have them help you? Ugh, I don't want help. Not, that's about. I don't want help. It's never about you. It's right. always about them. When people
3: say shit like that, it's because it's about them. It's a reflection of them. So they're like, "Oh, how could you do that?" Because they. Could never think of doing it because it's it's against whatever they believe femininity is. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs>
1: well, Seth, you yeah, said men. you'd like your wife to do that crap, right? Whatever she, whatever she, we're partners. As long as she whatever. blows
3: him, he doesn't give a shit. Is fuck, that
1: true?
2: Yeah. yeah, it works both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> why he's got this, so many kids. Exactly. <laughs>
3: Wait, who was the guy who just said, uh, who was the who just said you know a woman has to blow but sh- him and he doesn't have to do anything to her? Oh God! Fuck! No. You know who I was? I was on Twitter. All right, Whatever. Genius. Rapper or something? No. Oh God. You know I don't. I forgot Drake? who it was. No, it-, it wasn't a Drake. Drake was born misfit. Uh,
2: so he's the best. Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh my God! <laughs>
2: so what else you got
1: going on? What's happening with you? I'm now?
3: doing a lot of stand up. Um, love it or no? I love doing stand up. I hate the traveling. I hate it. Um, I love being on stage. I love writing jokes. I just I mean, I love it. I just did a piece uh, on Vice about this political correct shit that's going on. I don't know if you saw it. Of course, Seth didn't. But uh, these college bookers are telling comedians what they can and can't talk about. Here we go. And as if they're protecting the student. I mean. Why did these people think the fucking world revolves around them? You know, you're not playing middle school, right? So it's you know it's it's interesting because we're now the truth teller since the government, you know, since the president just fucking lies all the time, right? And we get vilified,
2: fake news.
1: And do do you get up there and wing it ever? I mean, is oh, there a yeah. day that you get up there and you're like, "This I don't is not fucking, working." Yeah. I'm going. I'm
3: going. Well, with I this. never say this is not working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, sorry. <laughs> no,
3: I um. Yeah, I, I try new stuff out. I wing it. I go off on tangents, and I, also if something doesn't work, I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I t- that was so funny, you know. I just I love the
1: fact that you really go after the audience. I think that's important. I don't do it all the
3: time. To- I mean, they're part of the show. That's right. what makes stand up stand up. Right. But right, sometimes right. I want them to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like you can include them, but there has to be some sort of like, you know, it's not a third wall, but it's like know your place. Right. The show's not about you. I'll. It, it is when I decide it is.
2: Right. So you right, get right. pissed. You look out at the audience. You see people on their cell phones. Does that, oh my god that drive you nuts?
3: Oh, I take them. I'm like, you better be curing AIDS. <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> to, when you're on stage, like, what people, the hell are you doing there? But you're also, you're, like, when you're you... on stage, and I've done a few off Broadway shows, and someone is on their phone, that's all you see from the stage because the light is so bright. Uh. Like people don't realize. You're on stage. You're in a. You're in character in a fucking play, and then boom, and it's it's so inconsistent. You have you don't have a fucking attention span. You can't fucking sit there. How much money did you spend on these tickets? And you can't pay attention for an hour and a half.
1: That's it's bizarre. It really is bizarre, and that is stupid. As I I did um I did some public speaking, and I went to see someone, publicly speak. They said, "Come see me speak. I'm really great. I'm really great." Oh my god, Judy. The entire room was on their cell phone. The, a... Texting and doing stuff. Well, they horrible. weren't even paying attention. Was it
3: because her. the person wasn't great? She sucked. Well, who says I'm really great, I'm really great?
2: She sucked. People who suck. right? Yeah,
1: people who mm. suck usually say. Somebody's got to yeah. tell them they're great. Mm-hmm. I loved you on Colbert. You love him. I love him. You do, I could tell. You know what? You didn't have to say you loved him. Just, I looked at you him. Because he's
3: so smart. He's so and smart. And he's so funny. I mean, he's... And he's classy. I mean, he's... A triple threat,
1: yeah, and he loved you. You could see he was like, whatever, enjoying I'd like
3: that. to go back. I got yeah. how,
2: how long have you known him for?
3: I just met him on the, when I did the
2: show. Oh, I thought I, I you mean, had known him for a long no. time. I made the Daily Show back in the day.
3: I did, you know what I used to do when Jon Stewart and Patty Rossborough hosted Short Attention Span Theater before the Daily Show. That I used to be on that all the time.
1: So, do you think Colbert was your favorite? You want to go back to that one? Yeah, I love him. Oh, I yeah. Love him. Yeah, yeah, that was a good part. It was a good point. Thank really you. Good. It was really great. I thought you really looked great on his show anyway. Thank you. And he was like loving you. Oh, I love you too. Because right? he's
3: so fucking,
1: I mean, he's so clever,
3: you know, and, and his jokes are, they have depth. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just the smartest of all of them. You I love think. him
2: because he fries a president.
1: Maybe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's really, he's amazing.
1: What other show you you up for lately, or going into lately? Oh God, that's the worst thing you can ask someone. Oh, shut up! Just say one of them. I, I
3: don't have any. I mean, I Come just on, did another episode. Well, I did another episode of Friends from College on Netflix. Oh, oh is next yeah. season's coming out. Yeah, I saw you on last season. Yeah, whatever.
2: I did. Uh,
1: so I just did that. I
2: love um,
1: what else? I
3: don't
2: know. Who do you
1: love playing with the most? Like, if you're going to play, if you're going to go up and play with someone, if you're going to- On stage? Yes.
3: Well, I'm a comic, so I'm usually by myself. I mean, I if I think back to when I first started, um, and we used to hang out at the Improv on 44th and 9th, which is now in a fucking Italian restaurant, Um, Michael Patrick King, do you know him? He created Sex mm-hmm. in the City oh. and Two Broke Girls and all this, you know. He used to get on the back mic- when we you know because late at night we you know we would wait until to get on and then we would just fall well, he would get on the back mic and say shit or they'd run out outside there's a there was a door by the stage and they would bang on the door i mean it was just so fun and silly you know there's not a lot of that spontaneous anymore. right yeah,
2: Irreverent. yeah. well yeah. it's funny I, th- I saw you on i'm dying up here is a comedy on showtime about comedians from the 70s right do you like the show
3: I do like the show. I haven't seen the second season. And they they put me in the, for your consideration, for the Emmys. You know, like when they, it's not an Emmy. It's like, <laughs> you know, they, they decide who they want to, you know, put in for a certain category. But so did they you put want an in. Emmy. That's for Rosie O'Donnell Show.
1: That yeah, but you daytime. still, I don't give a shit what
3: it's oh, for. Right. You still Where got one. Where's the Emmy? The, there's two of them.
1: Um, yeah, two Emmys. You didn't know this? She's your friend. I knew
3: it um he, they're first they used to be in the uh hallway and then my therapist said i should make them more prominent but i don't really care they're in the living room I, I, but my living room is also my office it's also the den which is also <laughs> the play what do they play fort fucking night oh my god i can't
2: that's crazy i, mean, I got my my 10 year old his his friends. that's all playing. they do oh i don't let him play it his friends all yeah play it, though
3: your, your boys play that Fortnite, yeah, yeah, everybody they're old, plays well, at least it. Yeah, old enough,
2: they they're kind of the right. Well, they're old
3: enough, and then I know my one of my sons is also, you know, going to the gym, so I'm fine with that. But yeah, all right, they we- can just and they and they're they communicate. They can talk to each other while they're playing it. Like oh, they play in, they play in with different each other? places. Yeah, like when he's in Indiana, they can still play together.
1: Oh, uh, cool, that is so cool. What do you think of this situation going on with kids now? What do you think happening? Kids are doing okay.
3: This, now? this is what I think. I think that no one... I think there's a disconnect. Um, I think I used to go out and play. And there'd be a group of kids outside. And you'd figure out, how do I play with these kids? Let's play a game. You negotiated. You learned skills. uh, Interpersonal skills. Um, And... You made eye contact, and you did nothing. Like you would just run around. I just ride my bike around. You did nothing, right? I did nothing. (laughs) Um, and I think there's so there's something completely lost where people don't call each other on the phone, right? Um, people don't make eye contact. People, you know. It's so not personal anymore, and I also think that so many things were created because people were bored, you know, symphonies, artwork, um people invented things right. like I'm bored. what can I do? No one's bored anymore and and I it's just I don't know, I think it's this constant zzz, you know, there's no downtime. I know. I I look at my phone way too much. I, I hate it. I fucking hate it.
2: I'm having this problem too. I'm addicted to my phone. I, I am I, too. I have to make time to put it down. You have to put, to put it down and
3: it. don't put it put it in your bedroom. Don't have it in your bedroom yeah. ever.
2: I need it for the alarm.
1: <laughs> well, oh, you wait. can I have
3: an alarm. Alarm. The, like alarm. Get alarm? a real alarm. Yeah. Yeah. I have an yeah. alarm clock.
1: What about <laughs> raising your kids? Like you you, you were tough, right, on I mean, your kids? I was. No, I had three sons I'm and horrible. a daughter. I was really tough. You were hard. You're Not, four. I'm four. Wow. Three sons and a daughter.
3: I feel like I was the more lenient of them. I'm not a good disciplinarian. I feel like I'm really immature. But I did take them outside to play. Like, we'd always go to the right. park. We'd always go to the um, projects and play basketball. Like, I did stuff with them. But I was, I'm was i really bad at following through on a punishment. Oh, you're kidding, dude. No. I would have thought you were so... No, I'm a fucking wimp. The other one... She was good, you're but the good she's, cop. yeah. But and I get all the shit too, because they know I'm never, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm of like, course. I love you. I love you. I love yeah. you. I love you. I love
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> but your kids are good kids. How do they become good kids? Yeah.
3: I don't know. Somebody cracked. If the whip. you're a good person, don't you think? Well, mm. you have a you lot of. You know what influence. I think? Also, you know, people are like, how do you bring your kids up in the city? First of all, I feel like we're so on top of each other. The space is small. So you always know what your kid is doing. Like, they don't hide guns in the fucking basement. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of interaction, you know, right. they, with your children. You're not living in a big house in the suburbs and, you know.
2: They never it, see them. Yeah, they're, they're and be. I right. lived in
1: a house in the suburbs and knew where everything was and what my kids were doing. And guess what? Dude, if you had an issue, you had no privacy. Right. I was knowing what was
2: happening. Right, right. Well, How do you deal with your kids having the laptops and phones? are, you, are they I hate to- it. I hate it. You don't it. take them away at a certain time? They, well, they we, were gonna, we were 7? doing
3: the, I mean, now they're all 16 and 21. I can't take them right. away. So the dinner time, it's bad. Like, I don't want you to, you know, look at your phone, right. which we try to do, but it's it's hard. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we do things that don't use the phone. Right. So that's good. But then I'm like, why aren't you answering your phone? <laughs> and he's at the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But it's like they don't they, they don't remember shit. Like cuz they'll I'll be like can you go throw the garbage out? They'll look at their phone. Forget they'll it. get up, go to walk towards them and then look at the phone and forget what the fuck
1: they're doing. Right. Right, right. It's definitely It's bad.
3: Call. I think it's really bad for you.
2: I, I think it's horrible. My it's son- Bad for me right now. I gotta stop. It's like you, I guess. What's the weather? Uh, what happened with the Yankees? The I know. Weather? I gotta know everything right away. It's like ding. It's like in your yeah. brain. It's like ding. I gotta check it.
1: Ding. Gotta check it. Yep. You know. Yep. And you know what? It, it happens because you have family. You're making sure nobody's contacting right. You. Wait. Does he want this? Does he want? You're you're just constant. It's right. a constant.
2: And back in the day, like it wasn't. Nothing was so urgent. Like, we could wait. Right. You know. You I remember.
3: I it. remember. I auditioned. I went to the network for a sitcom, and I that. It was like I don't I forgot what day it was like a Thursday or something and I was supposed to go to North I was leaving then to go to North Carolina to do a gig but if I got the um, sitcom I wasn't going because I had to stay in LA and they said to me I went to the um, I went to the audition I went in front of the network they said go home and sit by the phone with your bags packed because we don't know and I had to sit there and wait. For the phone to ring. And I ended up not going to North Carolina and getting the sitcom. And then the sitcom got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my
1: life. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, again, there's always so many things going on with kids. And you see all about. Um, it, it just really kills me when people are like, well, how did you raise your kids? I was tough. Right. I was a single mother most of my kids' lives. Right. So I was tough. I was tough.
3: It's and hard. you stayed on
1: top of them. Right. And they're probably better off for it. I think so. I mean, you're tough. You're tough on your kids.
2: Yeah, cuz I you know, no my parents never asked me to do my homework or anything else. Oh, they so, didn't. Like, no, never. Nothing. Really? Just, like, I was out of the house and like, you know, that's why he's a came loser. home for dinner? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm a loser. Oh, <laughs> no, we had to
3: have dinner every night. Oh, we did too. 6 p.m. We yeah, had dinner, mm-hmm.
2: but I used, you know, we I, I grew up in an apartment complex with 600 Here's, apartments. You know just what I noticed?
3: Around. They're not afraid of us. Like I was afraid of my parents, like oh I'm disappointing my god. them, or like, oh my god, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. I'm, I'm They're not
1: like no one, no kid is like that. Mine are. Oh, that! Thank oh, yeah. God, and my yes. my kids' kids are yeah. because Except they grew my daughter, up in that two, environment.
2: Two and a half year old told me <laughs> she's not she's not afraid of anything, man. She's the toughest in the house. Right? She's a badass. All right. you have to do is go to the store and watch the boys the kids st- act
1: in yeah. the store. Right? If my kids would have ever
2: oh my gotten god.
1: on equipment pulled things off of shelves ran oh, around the school it. i would have beat them oh, silly i'll
2: give you a great example this woman uh, we fr- uh, her son our son is on a baseball team the younger son he's a little nut he's seven years old he hit his mom while was driving <gasps> in the back no of the head with a lacrosse ball you know heavy lacrosse ball oh yes. my god and what I, happened I, uh, she was just trying to sh- i think her husband was out of town working uh, and she's like oh i try to do this or take this away i said that kid needs a beating i'm sorry yeah i know i'm not not supposed to say that if my kid does that to hits Melissa in the head with something, he's getting hit. He's getting smacked. Wait, and you know
3: the reason he's doing that is because the father's fucking away, not paying attention to the kid.
1: Right, exactly. I just think people better get on top of it and get on top of it quick because it's I'm
2: getting more and more. It's aw- bad. My kids are going to take it away now. No, no, no! Kids. I oh. no.
1: They're not going to be taken away. We'll stop that. But you know what? I never, ever, ever was afraid. to Drop my kids off at school. Ever?
3: Oh, that that is the other oh, thing that I not makes me never. crazy.
1: You ever think the safest? Off? I
3: remember my mother would. You know, the only big, huge emergency was like there was a snowstorm. Right. You know that was like the big emergency that she would pick me up early because you know she wasn't going to get caught in stuff. I it it is. I unconscionable that these kids can't feel safe in school. It's terrible. And I got bullied every fucking day of my life, and I not once thought, "Oh, let me get a gun and shoot everyone."
1: You know, I was going to ask you about that because I'm heard so glad that.
2: you brought that up. Yeah, because I mentioned it to you because you've talked about that in the past about being bullied at school. It's well, now it's a trend, right? So now these kids see what's happening and they're like, oh, I can take it. Right, and moments. no one
3: did anything. I got, I mean, I was like abused, and it was just like. But you didn't
1: go fucking get a gun. and I mean, it's...
2: wouldn't even cross your mind.
1: Right. Judy, did you go home and say, Mom, this kid said this, or I was bullied? Yeah, how
2: did you deal with it?
1: Uh, In the
3: beginning, I was like, Ma, you know, because they would all call me names. And and she would say, they're jealous of you. And then I was like, I'm not telling her anything. You know? (laughs) I just... I don't know. I ignored it. My mother told me to ignore it. And I I would make believe they didn't exist. You know, but... I still remember every fucking
2: horrible thing. Did it drive you at all as an adult? Or as I think it older? made
3: me. My therapist in later years said that was the wrong decision. I should have just, you know, faced it and just, you know, gave them snarky replies back, you know. But if, I did. What if you
2: just punched someone in the face back then? I,
3: it I'm was not, cool. It was
1: cool then. It was
3: yeah, cool. I, did, I yeah. never
2: did that. But you, you wish you did.
3: No, I'm not huh? a good
2: puncher. Huh?
3: I'm not like phys- I'm more words. Oh,
2: yeah. And
1: rip, that really tears people apart. Right. Like, words can cut you to the bone. You'll right. forget the pain. You'll never forget what people right. say about you.
2: Never. Judy grew up in a racist town. I did. That I live right next to. Wait,
3: really what? racist. Where did you grow up? Clark. Oh. Do you know Clark? I know,
1: well, I know New Jersey. Yeah. And, I know, yeah.
3: and it was so. Uh, I mean, we lived in Elizabeth Till I was five, and then we moved to Clark. Um,. Bad, really racist, like and and anti-Semitic too. But it's not good being so segregated.
1: What do you think, Seth? You're in you were in Bestfield. Well, they've
2: I'm in Bestfield. That's Bestfield, right. Westfield. Yes. Um, they do have Whole Foods now in Clark, so that's good. They do. But uh, Melissa will, refuses to live in Clark because of that. I don't blame her. Yeah, no. Problem.
3: I I once said something to one of my parents' friends, and. They said – I said, what – what, why would you – like, I asked them why we moved here, and we moved in 68 before, like, there were even houses up. Like, there were only a couple houses on our street. So – but it's still – I was like, why would you pick this place? And it was because of the distance between Trenton – my father worked in Trenton – and New York. It was the halfway point. And it was a new town. But it was so fucking racist. Like, there were no black people. And if a black person, you know, was walking down the street, they would stop them and be like, what are you doing here? And it was horrible. Holy
1: cow. Horrible. <laughs> I wondered why. I was going to say, what did your dad do that you moved there? I didn't know. He was
3: a tax attorney. He wrote the tax laws for the state of New Jersey. Seriously? Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's one thing about Westfield, though. It's a little classist, but not racist. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah.
3: You know. uh, yeah. It's bad. It was and bad. They used to have KK... They would burn crosses. Jesus. They put swastikas on our house. They were fucking assholes. Oh,
1: my God. I never thought... Wait, that
3: was in 68? eight. Six. Yeah, in the 70s. Like, in the schoolyard, you, you, they would... You
2: grew up with that. Like, that was normal life. For
3: right. You. I was. It, there was that whole other side of the town that was... It was... Wasn't it a German town? It was like a German farming town before. I don't know. It's how you could be 27 miles... From the greatest city in the world, and be that fucking—I just racist. I can't. I can't. There's racist people in New York City. I can't. It's like,
2: yeah. So it's, it's amazing that once you get out in Jersey, though, things change. Or you know, you get closer to Pennsylvania as I like to call it. Well, my mother grew up it. in
3: Manhattan, so we, I didn't yeah. grow up. Uh, they. My mother used to be like, they're farmers, Judith. They're all farmers here. But um, I love that voice. Farmers. They're farmers. But uh, yeah, my father grew up in Perth Amboy. And it was just, you know, so I didn't grow up in a house that was like that. But I was like, this is fucking not normal.
1: Did your parents how, not, you knew knew that? How get did, in? How did you know? Oh, no,
3: was they it? were older. They didn't. Ha- I don't know. I was like, it's I, don't, I guess reading and watching television. And I was like,
2: you're watching Brady Bunch and stuff. And this ain't no Brady Bunch.
3: Right. Mm. This is not normal. This is not the way pe-
1: the world is. I don't know. That that's great. And did you have like a lot of good friends there? A lot of school no. friends? No, <laughs> school friends at all.
3: No, I had a I had a small group of misfits. We were the like the misfits. It was fine. I yeah. don't keep in touch with anyone from high school
1: really. Hmm.
3: Did, Facebook. I hated it. Uh, yeah, I, I just would, want. Know. I just would could not wait to get out. My mother would take me to the city all the time. So.
1: So I'm going to say you didn't go to class reunions. Never. <laughs> Ah, and my
3: mother was like, Judith, you really should. I, like, I don't want to fucking see to those see? people again. up there and do a set and rip them. No, ugh, <laughs> they don't deserve it.
1: <laughs> so, what are you? T- what are you telling women now, young women? What are you, What are we telling them about going ahead, moving forward? Don't take shit, right? Just do right. it, right? Don't take call people out on their shit. I mean,
3: I've I'm in comedy. I mean, I've listened to so so many like. St- I mean, we get sexually harassed all the time. But I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. You know, like, that's how I am. Oh, your dick is small. You're the reason I'm a lesbian. Like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to give it right back to them. But you, you, this... Every little fucking thing that someone... I mean, look, Harvey Weinstein is a f- disgusting criminal. Bill Cosby's a criminal. I mean... Louis is not Bill Cosby or. They are in different. Weinstein. It's different a whole le- different thing. levels to it, right? But you know, you can't fault a woman, a female comic, for going into someone's hotel room because that's basically our house when we are on the road. But like the Aziz Ansari thing, it's like what, she needed to write that. Like you had a bad date. He's not a good date, or he didn't right. read your cues. Shut the right. fuck up.
1: Right?
2: Why is
3: everything about? These people and like that the world
1: has to adjust to them.
3: You had a bad you know?
2: experience. We have to change the rules. Right, now. right, yeah.
1: right. And if you if you put it up front, let me come on. Let's face it. We've all had people say shit. I mean, come on. If people have said stuff to you going through life, just right. working a job, right. everything. If you put it out that you're not putting out, people get it. Right. I mean, just use your mouth and, and, and speak up for yourself, and, and people will get it. And ultimately, they do respect you after right. a while. For, I mean, I grew up in the industry of men. I worked in sports nutrition. I worked with sports. I worked with athletes. I worked in right. you know, every other. Th- just simply, no, dude. We'll right. Do- I mean, it's not okay the way men behave. No. But,
3: you know, it, 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 it's been like that for so long, it's going to take a long time to change right. it. Right. But it's not, it, you know, women are, you know, these guys are like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to say, uh, you, know, you know, I'm not going to say, uh, oh, nice dress or but it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you don't know how to talk to another human being. Right, it's ju- right. it's, you it's know? not what you say, it's how you right, say it. And right, sh-
2: And know your audience. Like, I, I know who who I can say what to. Right. You know? There's other people, there's creepy guys in my, other, my old job that, you know, that would make women creep women out. And right. So they say really Stupid things. And so I can, say, I can say, "Hey, you look nice today." No one's going to give a yeah. fuck. right. I'm going to say, "I'm, say, I'm be like, hey, you look nice today." Right, because you know, like, in how the woman's it.
3: head, she's just doing her job, and then they bring it to some other. It's like, wait a minute, I thought I was your cohort. Now I'm just a fucking piece of ass to
1: you. Right. Fuck you. Right. And I think everybody's a creep meter. I mean, I can see. Yeah. I don't even have to talk to the guy. I if can look at. Oh man, dude, he's right. a creep, creeper. If you feel
2: uncomfortable at all, then there's a problem. That, right, right, there's a creep
1: meter, dude. Right, you got to listen to your inner right, head. Right, your gut. Yeah. People don't listen to their gut anymore. Everything is overthought, overthought, overthought. Right. Think about your gut and what's going on. If you feel you're creeped out by somebody, you know it. And you can
2: call someone else. And maybe someone didn't, didn't know they were creepy. You can just right. call them out and say, look, dude, you're creeping me out. Please stop. But,
1: you
3: know, you mm. people you should realize how to fucking behave. Agree.
2: Right. Some people are but
3: so awkward. But they're taught awkward. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you're going back on the road. I know you hate it. Where are you off to next?
3: Um, okay, so this weekend I go to San Diego
1: because yours. my nephew's getting
3: married. Oh, I like San Diego. Yeah. Then I go to L.A. for a few days. Then I'm back.
1: Not a fan of L.A. No.
3: And then I'm here. I'm in, uh, oh, Monday the 18th, June 18th. I'm recording an album at West Side Comedy Club on the Upper West Side. Oh, oh that's cool. cool. So I need people in the audience Want getting to fucking come? asses. Yes, we'll come, come and laugh. Oh, what Seth time? isn't gonna come.
2: You no, know, he's what time? not. He seven talks.
3: and nine. Well, maybe I can come at seven. All right. Yeah. Monday, got a baby coming, You know. So. Well, you have to have eight hundred kids.
2: <laughs> no, <I gotta laughs>
3: he
1: just to...
2: realized it. <laughs> I gotta get fixed. Yeah, he's
1: been talking about getting
2: fixed. Neutered. Yeah. Ew, Snipped. Gross. Yeah. You know, yeah, you I put... do something. I can't keep having kids.
1: I'll tell you, if you get piano wire and just tie those babies off, they'll yeah, fall off
3: eventually. That's good. Ow.
1: Oh stop! How would you
2: stop know? being a put. Oh, you're a it's farmer. I forgot you did the pigs stop and stuff. Stop it for God's sakes! She's a pig farmer.
1: Mm. Yeah, he's not true, but whatever the no? case is. No. Um, so you guys have sex all the time, nonstop. That's why he's always <laughs> bitter. He's bitter because he's not, not, cause not home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> That's not exactly true. No, just I guess we have good, really good timing.
1: Great. Yeah. Not but, exactly
2: true. So it. But, but enough about me.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Judy. Thanks for coming. Wait, for I'm not here. staying.
2: You're you are. staying. All right, but go we, we're, we're getting to the, the second portion. Oh,
1: here's a good text I just got. Okay,
3: get it. It's from Lauren, my the co-host slash producer slash question mark. Uh, hey, I'm at a callback and they asked if I could stay so uh, I could read with some people so I may be late. I'm so sorry.
1: Like, I can't take it.
2: <laughs> I can record you. All right. We I'll got
1: you. Of. We got you covered. Yeah. When we come back, we've got headaches and headlines and Seth will be on. And we're back and
2: we've got headlines and headaches. All right. Let's get into it. And Judy's going to join yeah, us. Judy's staying, yeah, Judy's staying. I'm
3: goodness. J- uh, do I have? Oh, I have my paper. Okay, okay. great.
2: Scientists build real cloaking device. What? Yeah, right? Cool, huh? Yeah, real cool. Uh, researchers at Penn State have developed a device that can make an object undetectable to sonar tracking systems. The device uses a synthetically engineered material that can bend and deflect sound waves, making an object acoustically disappear. No, it's not an invisibility cloak, Uh-oh. but such tech could be a j- game changer for biological researchers, medical imaging, and the military. I yeah, think it's cool. It's cool until it's not cool when it's used for like bad stuff. It's going to be used for something bad. I'm sure. Yeah, that's what scares me.
3: Right, so if, they ha- you know, if the enemy has it, then it's not good. You know
2: the Russians got this already. Come
1: yeah, they on. probably invented it and gave it to us.
2: Yeah. Yes, we probably bought it from them. All right, that's a bummer. Let's go on. Or it could be great, right? I don't it know. could be. I'm sorry, I'm bitter, right? Okay. Weekend snooze aids longevity study. Sleeping in on the weekend can help you live longer, USA Today reports. I read this. You did? Yes. Researchers is from Sweden. Uh, director... I was just
3: there in Stockholm, by the way. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Never been. Did, did you do a sleep study? Y- no. Okay.
2: Found that sleeping on, in on the weekends can compensate for not getting enough sleep during the week. See, they, always, they would always tell you that you can never make up your sleep. Right, I know. They're lying right. to us, those bastards. The study, which tracked more than 43,000 people over 13 years, found that people under the age of 65 who slept less than five hours per night the entire week had a 52% higher mortality rate. People who slept less than the recommended seven hours per night on weekdays, but more on weekends, lived just as long as people who slept seven hours a night for the entire week. Results were published in Journal of Sleep Research. That's huge. Yeah, and they
3: also just did another study I read yesterday where they had people in a sleep study for 10 days. For five days, they could look at their phone, read off of their phone, and then go to sleep. And for five days, they couldn't. They had to read off of paper. And the people who read off of paper had um, slept longer, less interrupted sleep, more melatonin released. Um, it's really bad for you to look at your fucking phone when you go to sleep.
1: Or even a tablet. Oh, dude, I and Seth will tell you I sleep four hours a night. I'm gonna stop now looking at my phone. It's yeah. really bad. I've been to i read about sleep studies and they've said, yeah. We don't know what's wrong with you, dude. You're just one of those people who don't sleep that much my whole life. I actually slept with my eyes open as a kid because Okay, that's mental. I, yeah, it is mental. <laughs> I've got something going on. I like I wanna stay awake. You need to relax. Thank you. Okay, sorry.
2: Yeah, well, we're not going to get into that. i got to take a nap. That's a whole show. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> FBI urges reboot of routers. Great. FBI has asked anyone with an internet router to turn it off and back on in the hopes of disrupting a Russian malware attack, New York Times says. The same group that hacked the Democratic National Committee ahead of the 2016 election sponsored the attack, which can block web traffic, collect data, and disable dis- the devices, according to the Department of Justice and the FBI, per the Times. The recent seizure by the U.S. of a domain operated by Fancy Bear... I like that name. Me too. The Russian government-affiliated group will help forestall uh, reinfection and allow uh, interference with the network's operation. The time said, you know, that's a rule anyway. You're supposed to reboot your computer, like and restart. Yeah, your but computer. your router. Router too. I guess. Have you, know.
1: you done your route ra- Did you go in there? Do you reboot? say router or
2: router? Router. Router. It's Roto rooter I know. Like a, Roto, the, Roto- router,
3: router. That's the name, and away go troubles down the drain. Roto Router. router.
2: Sorry. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I'm going to play that over and over. Okay. okay, Jeff Bezos. He's cool. Talks about his plans to colonize the moon. Yeah, oh give me God. a break. Can we what? just
3: fucking... We're already ruin ruining... everything. <laughs> we're already <laughs> ruining this fucking planet, well, we so let's move,
2: go ruin the moon. we got to move somewhere. I mean, he's already conquered uh, the whole Earth, so... Elon Musk is the only billionaire with space ambitions. This weekend, Jeff Bezos spoke at the Space Development Conference in Los Angeles and had some very detailed thoughts about the idea of beyond Earth colonization. This is a guy who started by selling books in his garage. In his
1: garage. In Seattle. Not long ago.
2: Not that long ago, no. In fact, he predicted that this fantasy will become a reality within the next hundred years. It'll start to be easier to do a lot of things that we currently do on Earth in space because we'll have so much energy, he professed, according to TechCrunch. We will have to leave this planet. We're going to leave it, and it's going to make this planet better. Great. Bezos saw the moon as a place to manufacture resources, solar power, water, etc. So he's going to, like like you said, Judy, he's going to use up the moon until it's dead. Right. It seems only naturally went on that our planet would use it to further our ambitions. Of course, he is helping fund his own project, Blue Origin, to test out launchers that could be directed at that big rock in the sky. But that is only the beginning, believes Bezos. In the future, he sees the possibility of a lunar village created by a consortium of Earth countries. You could read the full uh, story in TechCrunch. And here's our favorite story yet. ABC cancels Roseanne after tweet. Mm. ABC, said, dun, dun, dun. ABC said Tuesday that it was canceling the sitcom Roseanne after uh, television show star Roseanne Barr made inflammatory tweets about former Obama aide Valerie Jarrett. There was only one thing to do here, and that was the right thing, Disney CEO Bob Iger uh, said. On Twitter shortly after the decision, the reboot of the 80s sitcom had been renewed for a second season. In April, Deadline reported that the program was the number one show on television among total viewers. Wow. And among key, 18 to 49, age demographic, ABC's first number one since 2000. I got to say, the first thing I thought of with this is all the people losing their jobs. Oh, their show. I can't.
3: Bingo.
1: I Bingo.
3: That, at, you know, the crew are blue-collar workers. You know, these guys work so, and ladies and women, you know. They work so fucking hard, and they thought they had a job for the next-
2: They got a hit show. How hard is right. it to have a hit show? Right? It's so hard.
1: Anybody with common sense, even Ma said, she goes, hey, did you hear Roseanne was canceled? I said, no, Ma, what's going on with that? She goes, and you know what sucks? These people are going to lose their right. jobs because can- she has a big man. Right.
2: What we said is they should just kill her off and keep the show going. I know, right?
1: That's yeah. what we said. She, yeah. they should just so We're going to have a
2: moment of silence. Okay, let's go. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just Goodbye um because there's a lot of talented people on that show she doesn't carry that show herself i know
3: and the writing was really good
2: right so uh do you know do you know roseanne
3: i did an episode in 1992 wow mm-hmm. when That's... she was with tom arnold what is it...
1: she like really
3: she was normal then but she's gone crazy what the fuck is this she was like a feminist and like you know i don't know what's happened
2: and tom arnold uh tweeted out that he said uh yeah, I tried to tell you all about the racist tweet she made like two years ago. Right, like you know, it's like this is not. Surprising. He better
3: release the fucking tapes, whatever tapes he has of
1: Trump.
2: He has Tom
3: what? Arnold. Has yeah, tapes? he said he has tapes of Trump. You know, or he knows where the tapes are of Trump and his.
1: Tom Arnold? Yes. He doesn't seem like the brightest person to have Ugh. anything like
2: that. He just might be trying to keep his name in the in the whatever. Media. Um, mm-hmm. they really had no choice here, right? They can They had to cancel the show. I mean, right? There's no choice. It can't, it couldn't
3: How be, can you? She works for a company. The head of the head business. of uh, ABC is is an African American woman. It, it, you can't behave like that and keep your job. No. Only yeah. Trump can. Yeah.
2: Fake news. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. It, yeah. It's, and then
3: he made it about him. Trump. He wrote a tweet saying, "Oh, ABC hasn't apologized to me for all the things. What about <laughs> all the shit he's fucking said? Somebody
1: shut him up, please. Do You know he made Memorial please. Day on Twitter uh, about him. About him. He made yeah. Memorial Day about him. Why? I didn't hear that. What was that he's about?
2: He's like uh. The the ones that have given their lives for this country would be happy with uh, what I with yeah. what I've done with the country or something like it's all that. About oh. him. He is nuts.
3: Yeah, he had fucking bone spurs and fucking wuss. Oh,
2: oh, that's why he didn't serve.
1: <sighs> oh, is that why he didn't serve? Bone uh, spurs. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what? Um, okay, I think we could use some help with these emails here. We have a couple emails, Judy. Mm-hmm. Judy, you, you gonna help, help us out, out with it. Okay. Okay. So Mails in, Seth. Mail is in. You give good advice. Okay, dear one tough mother, I work in retail in a home a decor discount clothing store, and I'm in shock at the way parents allow their children to behave. Oh, This is perfect. What a good segue from our show. Yesterday at work, a little girl, maybe four, demanded that her parents allow her to sit on a display we had for spring-summer merchandise involving two carousel horses. She screamed, stomped, cried, and refused to leave the window until she took a ride. Defeated by her refusal to settle and control her screaming, the mother asked the father to check to see if the horse was secure, which he did, and then he sat her on it. I am absolutely blown away by how these brats behave, and this is not by any means the worst I've seen. I've been with this store since it opened 19 years ago, and believe me when I say, children are worse than ever. They play tag in the aisles, chase chase each other around like animals, tear open packages, scream if they can't have something, knock stuff off the shelves, break merchandise in a fit of rage, or by playing with it. The parents, and I use that term lightly, either ignore, tolerate, or allow these behaviors and look beaten down. Last week, I caught a 10-ish-year-old boy messing around the store register computer while his mother stood right next to him, looking at bath mats. I said, what are you doing? He looked at me, and the mother said, Daniel, I told you not to touch that. No, please excuse him. Daniel, apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. Daniel, immediately stop that. Or even, oops, I'm sorry. Just, Daniel, I told you not to touch that as I was throwing a nasty look at my mommy. Mother, what is this world? what in the world is going on here? I have two children and would never allow this behavior. Would you? With Seth? What is happening? Never. Never, never, never.
3: This is another example of parents not paying attention to their fucking kids looking at their fucking phones like we your parents our parents knew
1: exactly where we were right when we went out with them you did you not know? walk
2: away from my mother no. in the store
1: absolutely did not walk away from my mom in the store
2: you know back to my neighbor she's a 6 year old and she's 6 year old we watched her but when we were still getting we were getting along with the neighbor my mom doesn't ever uh, tell me what to do whatever i can do whatever i want wow. most, most was like well you can sit by this, you can sit on the stairs and wait for her to get home then like You you know, you know the late Bernie Mac. He he gave me the he gave the best advice. Is that you know, I ain't taking no shit from no kids. Right. And you you know, and those kids represent you. You're in a store. You're anywhere. Uh, my kids are not going to act up like that. Well, Jude not said it before. Ha- we were
1: terrified right. to go home and h- tell parents that we did something wrong. Right. If you did something wrong in school,
2: or they, you did, they prayed, find something out, yeah,
1: prayed they didn't call but, your house.
2: But now it's not good. You have to nurture. You can't put right. And
1: kind of everyone fear. gets a prize.
2: Yeah, everyone gets a trophy. Fucking- that's
3: not
1: the way life is right and so when you throw them out there they don't know how to react they don't know right. what to do and they're in shell shock no,
2: and no coping skills none zero so what, what do you turn to drugs right alcohol sure exactly uh, so yeah the answer is no we wouldn't let our kids behave like that and and these people are not being good parents and you're right the phone has something to do with it the fact that my daughter is two she's a, she you know terrible twos we do not let her get her way she, sometimes we do I'm going to say all the time but sometimes we just let her cry let her let her have her little right. fit and she gets over it right right. No right.
3: they don't know how to comfort themselves
2: right, right. but you know, for, you she, know but, they but don't but you learn start, life skills you have to start young though it's like, right these kids know like they're not I, I, my favorite words to my kids is no don't get me wrong i like to give them good stuff i to like, take them out to play right. I give them I give them all the love I can give them but I'm not giving them everything they want right. I can't just, I'm not just yesing them and letting them behave and do whatever they want dude
1: whatever know. happened to do I have to take you to the car I mean, if you told the kid he was leaving the store, if I told my kids right. they were leaving the store, they they immediately sh- shut down. That right. was done. Or do we have to go to the bathroom to talk? I mean, those things are like indications of get your shit together. This is not happening. You're in a public place. Act respectful to other people. It's respecting other people that they're learning. You just don't go off on a tangent because you feel like going off on a tangent. There's other people here. It's also having feelings of frustration
3: Or sadness or, you know, disappointment and dealing with them. Right. And learning how to fucking deal with them. Right. You fucking fucks. That's what what happens. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Let's go to email number two. Dear One Tough Mother, I am destroyed. I can't eat or sleep and I feel like I'm going to crack. My husband has been texting another woman asking her to hook up. Last Saturday afternoon, I was cleaning the kitchen and his phone was on the counter. He was outside mowing. I didn't see the phone until it beeped, so I picked it up and there it was, a text message reading, I will meet you at 10 o'clock. I was frozen and just stared at the message. After what felt like a very long time, I responded in the message, where? She responded, where you said, at the entrance of, at the east entrance of the park. Mother, we've been married 19 months and have a 14-month-old little girl. I'm not his effing baby mama. I'm his wife. What the hell is he doing? I took his phone out to him, and he knew something was wrong. He took the phone, read the messages, and told me that he wanted to see if he truly... Loved me and tested oh himself. Oh my
3: God! Go fuck what, yourself. As
2: to whether he could go through with oh, meeting another the girl, what he said he needed to prove himself and that I was the uh, the one he wanted to be with forever. He then went on to say I should be happy because he had no intention of meeting the hoe and that he was just playing along. When I started asking who she was and why he was texting her, he told me to back off and stop the drama. Nothing happened. It was a stupid message, and I said should stop acting like he uh, effed the hoe. He then went on to and finished mowing, and I went back into the house. Mother, I'm sick over this and can't believe he was going to meet another woman. He's acting like nothing happened and keeps telling me to cut the drama. I'm not being dramatic. I'm it's hurt.
3: gaslighting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what if he hadn't left his phone inside and I hadn't seen the message? Last night I told him I didn't want to have sex, and he said, well, remember, if I can't get it home. Oh, I'll my God. I go. want
3: to fucking smack the shit out of this <laughs> fucker. I have
2: needs. So even though I felt Fuck sick, I, I gave in. Oh, she shouldn't have given in. Mother, what should I do? I love him and can't leave Get him. rid of him. He's my little girl's daddy and I want us to be a family. Too bad. Should I believe him? That he doesn't it was deserve it. Get of rid of mom. him. Well, here's the thing. She shouldn't even told him. She should have been there with the baby at the same entrance. Why, dude? What Why? was I going
3: to do? Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't she matter. has proof. Yeah, yeah she's right. He's a fucking asshole. He he's... did it now. He's going to do it again and again and again. And again, again. again. Get he, rid of blowing him. it
1: off on her. Stop the drama. Knock it off! Yeah, he's just pushing it off on her because he's just trying to control her. Right? It's okay. like it's
3: it's what fucking Trump does. He starts talking about something else.
2: You know <laughs> that is true.
1: <laughs> it's exactly what he
3: does. Yeah. That's stop it, the, it, the drama. Daniels? You created it. Stick Stormy up Daniels? for yourself. Right. These are women who are, think they're you know oh my family. He's not gonna. He's, no, it's gonna Done. happen. And there's no family because he has no respect for it. He's, no. You're not gonna teach him to respect you or the, fuck
1: him. And my favorite line is. He was just trying it out to see if he really loved her. Yeah. Bye, bye, buddy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Bye, bye, buddy.
2: Um, you know, and, and life's not perfect, and things happen, and, and sometimes people are able to work through things. But just the way he handled it is is so off putting. Right. You know, and I don't know if it's if it's possible to get through to him or if they can go to counseling no. or what. It doesn't. He's sound not like going a, to counseling. If no. he's saying she, no, right. get rid he's, of him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't
3: do b- get the prize. She doesn't get her or the kid.
2: Or the cake. Or the cake? Yeah, canvas cake and eat it too. Yeah, fucking piece of shit. Go mow your fucking lawn. Yeah. I think we need Judy on uh, just at least for answer. Yeah. Help you answer know, emails. honestly,
1: Judy should absolutely be a staple on the yeah, show once staple. a month. Yeah, it's okay, a staple. I'll come back. She'll be back. <laughs> we'll plan it. Okay, so well, we're gonna have to produce your show going forward. So yeah, yeah. yeah. and and I'm so done with the
3: you know. Uh-huh. We'll help you out.
1: Mother says this week is, and I picked this one especially for you guys. Okay, it's Thanks. before, before. People trusted each other. Now, people trust screenshots. Guess what, people? Yeah. Everybody's life is not Facebook happy, fun, and always great. So, Keep that in mind. What you see on the screen is not always reality.
2: Oh, yeah, people get a depression over that. Total depression. Right,
1: because everyone puts on like, hi, we're the
3: greatest family in the yeah, world. we're going on vacation
1: again. So bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, so I want to go on vacation so bad. Me too. So we're going to take Seth on vacation. Judy, thanks. Can mm-hmm. we take Seth somewhere? No, that's not a vacation for me. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Judy, for being on. We'll have You're you welcome. on again. We love you to death. Thank and uh, Seth, I can't believe you had a friend. Wow. I wouldn't say
3: friend He hasn't sent me a check recently Work
2: acquaintances
1: Thanks everybody and we'll talk to you next week Have a great one